Hello, and welcome to Designer Discussions with Jason, Miriam, and Maria. Today, we are talking about how to use chat GPT and how to use it for small businesses with Maria, who has been using this program for a few months now. And this is a hot topic right now. So you do want to listen to this. Welcome to Designer Discussions Podcast with Miriam, Maria, and Jason. Tune in each week where we discuss marketing, PR, and business advice for design professionals. Are you ready to get serious about marketing your interior design business? Our Designer Discussions Marketing Studio offers a series of in-depth, actionable, and done-for-you content to guide your marketing, PR, and business development. We want to help you transform your business and elevate it to work with your dream clients. Go to designerdiscussions.com forward slash marketing studio to get started. Hello, and welcome to the ADHD ramble known as Maria talking about technology. So today we're going to learn what is chat GPT and mid journey. And we're going to start talk about artificial intelligence and how that is going to impact the small business. So if you're old enough to remember Ask Jeeves, does anybody remember using Ask Jeeves? Okay, so Jason Jason says yes. Okay, so Ask Jeeves was this platform that you could go to and then ask it a question. You could say, hey, Jeeves, it's almost like what Siri is today. You could just sort of ask and it would give you the content. So the problem with chat GPT is it will produce content for you that's sort of customized for you. So if I want to write an article or an email to a client, and I need to explain the importance of using MDF only on the second floor as a baseboard versus using real wood on a first floor where it could get flooded. I could type in, write me an email to my client to explain the difference between an MDF baseboard and a solid wood baseboard. And it would resource the whole entire internet and scour it for you and put all of that information together in an email. So you can tell it, I need an email, I need a research paper, I need um, a new client avatar. So this is so unlimited that there are doctors out there that are using it to find research studies about things that are more rare and less uncommon. Um, and it's passed the bar exam and it's passed a couple of business course uh, exams. It's It's got all of the internet as its oyster. So what happens is instead of going to Google and typing in the words, um, you know, tell me the difference between an MDF baseboard and a solid wood baseboard and why one would be more beneficial than the other, you can go to chat GPT and it will give you the data and already in the format that you would use to send to your client. So it's like having a assistant that is um, capable of searching the internet and producing the content for you, but you don't have to proofread it and you don't have to check to see if what they found was accurate or not, because they are using the same resources that you would be using. So how is this going to impact our businesses? Well, it's going to hurt SEO. And it's going to hurt blog content. Because if chat is scouring your blog for the information and for the data to answer the questions for other people, they aren't getting to your website anymore. 
So how does this change the game? Well, I would say, number one, interior design is a great visual industry. And there isn't anything out there yet that is producing high enough quality images. And with chat, it is limited to content as of 2021. It doesn't have any data for 2022 or 2023 stored. It's not referencing that data. And one thing that's also super interesting about it is that if you ask it to predict, if you ask it to um, acknowledge a trend, it will say, I am not capable of doing that because it literally works off of past data and information it can find exclusively. So how can we use this? Well, one, you can fix a lot of things going on in your business by using chat. Um, One of my favorite things is to do the client avatar workbook and take chat and ask it questions about who your ideal avatar is. You can ask it, hi, my name is Maria. I live in Austin, Texas, and I am an interior designer and I like to do new construction. Um, Can you tell me a little bit about the market in Austin, Texas for new construction? And it'll go, here's some information. Then you can ask it, What type of person is looking for an interior designer? So you can start working through some of your marketing messaging and you can ask Miriam all day long. Messaging is everybody's problem. Everybody's problem right now is messaging. And this can kind of like shiny that up for you and clean it up pretty easily because you can start by saying, can you rewrite my bio? And it'll rewrite your bio. You can just take your bio, copy and paste it put it into the program and say, can you rewrite my bio and make it more persuasive? Can you rewrite my bio and make it appeal to, and you can tell it who you want it to appeal to, and it will rewrite your bio. You can take your content on your website and say, can you make this more SEO friendly? And it will do it. It will review that content and help make it more SEO friendly. You can ask it for what is my best metadata to attach to my images to appeal to this clientele base that I'm wanting to work with. And it will give you some options. You can simply type in the word, please brainstorm titles to blog posts that has to do with, and you can get 20 blog post titles and then pick the one you want to use. So this is like having this extreme savvy assistant that's readily available to you that you can ask it questions. Does it have limits? Yes. It has the limitation of it can only use past um, information. It can be inaccurate. It can um, also stand its ground. So when you are working with it and you're asking it questions about um, a specific topic in a specific direction, it can mislead you and still stand its ground with data and information to back up inaccurate information. So you really, really have to know what you're talking about. And another thing that's super interesting, I think, when you get into chat is that when you start building on what you know, um, you can ask it questions and you will find out that there's no information about that on the internet because it won't be able to give you feedback. I just wanted to add to that too that another limitation is when you're when you want to create unique content 
chat is not really the way to do. And like Jason said, before we went on, it's like in the media, everybody is talking about this app, right? And I was on Twitter the other day and I was following um, a freelance journalist and she was saying how she puts out queries on Haro Help a Reporter Out, which we talk about a lot on the podcast. And she said she would get like 150 to 200 submissions for a single query. And like half of the answers would look exactly the same. And guess why that is? Because the PR people have figured out how to use chat GPG and they're too lazy to create unique content. But like when that's what it's needed, you you may want to use chat GPT to to get some inspiration, but then you have to use your own words to write it. And I think that's true for a lot of things. And especially when you're working with media, because if you, if they know, if they realize that you've sent them an AI text, they're never going to consider you again for anything. And it's it just a word of caution. Yeah. And it is obvious that it is AI. Mm. So here's another fun fact. Google is going to set themselves up so um, that they are not feeding out content that is AI written um, because they understand and they can track and look at and determine something is AI written or not. It is super obvious. Um, and you don't want to use AI written content as your business forward facing content, unless you're super, super skilled at understanding how to manage and handle um, AI uh, and make it so that it sounds more human. Um, So if you like, say, for example, you want to publish a book on Amazon, you would go into their KDP program, you would put together your book content, you would submit it. Amazon runs through your book to see if anything in your book is the same as something else it's already seen before. So AI has been out there. AI is already running and working. And as long as AI um, is like in the forefront right now as a cool, new, interesting tool that everybody loves, there is also AI in the background running to protect really good assets and really good digital content. So Amazon is also running their AI over their book content and saying, is this AI written? Does it have content that is copyrighted or found somewhere else? So it is automatically scanning for that type of information and going to kick it out. So just because it's cool right now, you're going to find that there are going to be... plugins for websites that will be like how much of this website is AI written. And it will do a 90% is AI written, probably not a viable website. So we are going to have to also take into consideration, this is a great tool. It really helps out a lot, but you are not going to be replaceable just because it exists. However, you are going to have like a marketing maven of an assistant available now to your business that you can lean into and get additional help and support from. And I, I personally really love chat because I'm not a good writer. That's why I'm on a podcast. I am not a writer. I hate writing. And so for me, I love it because I can just sort of get into it and ask it enough information. I even sent Miriam and Jason, our whole client avatar breakdown for the person who listens to our podcast. 
what what did y'all see in that client avatar breakdown? It completely makes sense, right? It's like it's and if I am not as in tune with the AI writing, so for me it would be hard to tell even that it wasn't written by an actual person. It's 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 that good. It really is that good. Yes. And it can help you think and you know, I think our idea then too is like it gives you sort of the the structure, the skeleton, and then you go in and you you finesse it and add some nuance so it 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 becomes more personable. Looking over the information, Maria, this is some uh, very detailed information. I was surprised at how depth they went into the client avatar, trying to understand who our ideal client is. And this is an exercise I actually have a lot of our own clients do. And I see some opportunities on how this software may be able to help our own clients that do not have a real understanding of their own client avatar. And this can help them flush out who that should be. Yeah, for sure. I definitely think it's an exercise everybody should do. And especially since we have a client avatar workbook available in the marketing studio, it's already got questions set up and concepts that you could use to help work through a client avatar profile. All right. So next on the list is let's be real. Um, AI is out there also for visual images. Okay. If you're wondering what we're talking about, it's called mid journey. And MidJourney is an AI digital rendering tool. And I'm not talking about for like home design, but I'm talking about like images of people. And then you can overlay morphography into these people and you could create an avatar that will talk about your business that's not even a real person. Okay. So this has been existing for a while, but right now MidJourney, which is a very, this is much more complicated. This is a whole different level of complicated, but it exists and it's already in the works where you can type in information. Like I would like a portrait of five people sitting around a table in Norman Rockwell style, but on the table, I want drafting supplies and fabric samples. Okay. And then you can tell it kind of Based on like photography, if you want a close up or a pulled back version of the whole room, and you can explain to it what you want all in like words. And it will take 15, 20 minutes and it will provide you either a photographically accurate version of that, or it can give you a um, kind of like more like a illustrator style graphic of it, just depending on what you want to do. It takes a lot of time to learn it. It is not applicable to our industry directly, but it is happening and people are using it to help market their businesses, put together illustrations and um, images, photographs that look like they're real, but they're not um, so that they can help promote and boost things for their businesses. And it's, you know, it's it exists. It's out there. Um, there's even a filter on TikTok where you take a picture of a room and it will make the whole room look like a, a digital rendering instead of it being um, an actual photograph. So it's there. All this stuff exists already. It's just changing and growing. And things might be different in six months, but it's just very interesting and we should all be aware of it. I would encourage you if you have like an afternoon um, or an evening to just sort of play around with it. It can get overloaded during business hours and become... Um, 
unable to respond to you uh, currently because the load on it is really big, but the website is openai.com forward slash blog forward slash chat GPT. That is Greg, Paul, Tom. Um, and that will at least get you there. You will have to get a login for OpenAI so that you can um, say you're a human and do all of the human validation to get into it. But it's been great. It will um, give you some confirmation bias. So if you want it to um, answer a question for you, it is probably going to be in your line of thinking. The response is you are training it to respond to you in the way that you want it to respond to you. And um, so as you're using it, you can uh, create lots of things. um, And I would recommend just trying it out, you know, ask it some questions about like your bio or, um, you know, your, who, who you're marketing to, and maybe some things you could add to your website. You'd be surprised to see what it says. And currently it's still free, right? Because it's in beta. So eventually they will charge for it, but right now it's still free. So it's a good time to try. Thank you for listening to this episode of Designer Discussions. We will be here next week and we will talk more about how to make your business better. Are you ready to get serious about marketing your interior design business? Our Designer Discussions Marketing Studio offers a series of in-depth, actionable, and done-for-you content to guide your marketing, PR, and business development. We want to help you transform your business and elevate it to work with your dream clients. Go to designerdiscussions.com forward slash marketing studio to get started. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Designer Discussions and all of the helpful information. Subscribe to our podcast leave us a review and share it with your friends. We look forward to having you back next week. For more information on the podcast and the marketing studio, visit designerdiscussions.com and follow us on social media.